Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Chuchigatari Unlimited Trainworks. This is to be like this is episode like what five six already? Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah we're we're out going here for it. coming a long way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely for a for a twice a month podcast. Got to keep it up. Got to keep it up. I'm your host John. With me are my two lovely co-hosts. Rose. It's me. I'm here. We're here. We're all here. All of us. Crowds. And Trixie. Bird go. Hello. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Bird gotcha. go. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, this week we are going to talk about Gotcha Man Crowds as well as the other animes that we've been watching because this is going to be a big week, y'all. This is going to be a big episode. There's a new season premiering like right now. Honestly, it's a little bit in flux, because I think only a few of the shows have premiered so far. I think most of them are premiering next week, so, you know, it's a little wonky. But some of the big shows have come out already. I mean, we'll talk about that later. For now, why don't we go ahead and get started with talking about Gotcha Man Crowds. So, this is a, uh, this is an anime made by Tatsunoko Production. It was directed by Kenji Nakamura, who also directed uh, some pretty big uh, pretty big anime here. Uh, he was an episode director on The Big O. Uh, he directed a show that people actually recommended to us not that long ago, that Trapeze show, which is pretty surprising. That's, that's really interesting. Um, he was the assistant director on Digimon Diaboromon Strikes Back, which you might recall is the uh, the second Digimon movie. That is, um, that's not the one that was uh, directed by uh, the uh, the Wolf Children, and uh, that 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 one it, we're not talking about um, Summer Wars. Basically, um, he was an assistant director on the second Digimon movie, but uh, I guess his biggest claim to fame would be gotcha man crowds and its sequel series gotcha man crowds insight uh we're only gonna be talking about uh we're only gonna be really focusing on season one but uh Trix, Trixie, you did watch all of it yeah. as you usually do yeah i i figured i might as well <laughs> but you know that's fine um let's see here uh and so tatsunoko uh if you are not aware tatsunoko is a very famous anime studio. Uh, they are... They were one of the first. They were, they've were. they been around for ages, I, I want to yeah. say. Um, you may know some of the things that they made. A little anime called Mach Go Go Go, a.k.a. Speed Racer. Uh, they made some hits as um, Tekamon Blade, or just Tekamon. Um... They made such shows as Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> they damn well did. <laughs> Hell yeah. And honestly, probably their biggest thing is Gotcha Man. They made uh, Science Ninja Team Gotcha Man, the original, all the way back in 1972. And Gotcha Man Crowds was basically a uh, an anniversary celebration of gotcha man even though it doesn't really have too much in common with it it's just kind of a 
it's a show about people that do the whole like henshin transformations much like the characters in the original gotcha man do but other than that it is extremely different like original gotcha man is just kind of a tokusatsu kind of thing but gotcha man crowds is a show about a uh, team of gotcha man gotcha mans gotcha men uh who team up to fend off alien threats that are attacking earth and uh i guess we can go over the characters real quick uh the the main character the character that we follow the most is uh hajime who is a high school girl who is just continuously happy uh she is just ready to go at all times she wants she's always looking at the bright side of things and she would rather uh attempt to make peace than just go out and fight it's like like one of the an impossibility of how happy she is like constantly compared to literally everyone else on this show it's it's scary at times like there are there are scenes where like you know the main villain will have killed a couple like a couple dozen people and she'll just kind of stride up and be like does this make you happy (laughs) <laughs> oh okay well if it makes you happy god that's 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 your thing and she's she's more about trying to figure out a way to you know help people out instead of fight villainy itself she's more about bringing bringing more happiness to the world and letting that overwhelm the evil instead of actively fighting the evil which is interesting i guess um so she becomes a gotcha man when she is visited by a mysterious force, this mysterious man named JJ, who pulls a note out of her chest, which is basically this little, like, planner. And it's basically the transformation device, and it also lets them communicate with each other. Like, they can write things in it, and then everyone on the team can see it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of cute. Uh, the next character is Sugane who is a boy that is in her, uh, like, in the same school as her. Uh, he is, like, a samurai kind of character. Uh, he's pretty, like, I, I, f- I feel like near the beginning of the show, he's a lot more important than he is at the end, because at the beginning, he's kind of there to, like, be Hajime's, like, straight man, yeah. in a sense. Like, she's constantly trying to be like, here, I'm going to solve this. I'm going to fix this. And yeah. he's just like, why aren't you, why, like, just get out of the way. I just want to fight. I feel like it's supposed, it's like a very good, uh, his existence is like subversive of the typical, like, gotcha man slash, like, this style of show presentation where it's like, he would be the main character otherwise. Yes. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And that's why he gets owned <laughs> by Hajime. Yeah. Uh, there's Joe, who uh, is this real cynical, kind almost like a washed-up has-been kind of guy. Um, he is still powerful, but he doesn't have any kind of like purpose right now. He's just kind of drifting through life. He's working at a like he's doing a government job, but he doesn't really care about it because he doesn't feel like he's changing anything he's going he's just going through the paces 
and uh, that's that's basically his thing. He's he's also like Sugane's mentor. He saved Sugane when Sugane was younger and kind of trained him. And uh, he's not really like trying anymore. Basically, there is Od, who is this very flamboyant uh, alien guy uh, who's just also pretty constantly happy about stuff. Um, he's always trying to cheer people up. I wouldn't say he's very happy. I'd say he's just sort of like depressed, and then he's like, "Ah, people should be happy." He, yeah, he's making, he's trying to make everyone else happy, if anything. Yeah, like, like he, he has, he's putting on a, he's putting on a face very much, yeah. where he's trying to be happy around other people and trying to make sure that they're all feeling good, but he's miserable because his planet was destroyed, and he doesn't want to see that happen to Earth. Um, but he cares a lot for Hajime. Like, he talks a lot about how Hajime is, like, this shining star in the Gachaman group, and he just, like, loves that she's there. And he especially loves that Hajime is being as... being super kind to Utsutsu, who's the next character, who's this girl who, at first, is just walking around in her underwears constantly... Because she's so depressed, she can't put on clothes. Big mood. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, Hajime just keeps like interacting with her and brings her out of her shell, and it's it's really cute. Like yeah. it's it's nice seeing the like 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 you can just tell like how much better she's getting because she's like wearing clothes more, basically. Like <laughs> ah yeah, she's she's actually yeah. not like listless all the time. Um. I actually read, uh, I, I don't know how true this is, but I, I read a little a little thing from, I, I think it might have been, like, someone said it was translated from, like, a character design book, where I guess originally they were just going to make it Sutsu, like, just a sexualized character, and they were like, you know, what if we did something different with this girl just, like, laying around in her underwear? <laughs> yeah, what, if? <laughs> what if it wasn't, what if it wasn't for sexy reasons? What if it was just because she's depressed as shit? Yeah, and I'm like, hell yeah, dudes, you got me. Her dynamic with uh, Hajime's the best developed one in, like, the entire show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, her catchphrase is, like, literally all she says for, like, the first half of the show is she just goes, I'm gloomy. Yeah. But after that, she stops saying it, and it's great. <laughs> Not so much stop, it's just saying it a lot less. She says it happily <laughs> instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and her, she has like a special ability where her um, her right hand can drain life energy, <laughs> and her yeah. left hand can heal. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and let's see here. And then the last, or the last gotcha man, is a uh, Paimon, who's just a little panda man, like a sm- like a tiny little mascot man, and he's supposed to be the leader of the gotcha man. But he sucks at it because he's scared and he just drinks constantly because he's so upset about it. Um, he says that he hates being called a panda, but he has a bunch of panda merch in his room. That's really weird. <laughs> don't know what that flex is. Like, I don't know what he's going for know. with that. In denial. He's in denial, yes. but like, you don't get to the level that he's at, like, and still be in denial. I don't know what he is doing. I don't know what this little game he's playing is. I think he's just too deep in denial about it with anyone besides OD. All right, yeah, sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, those are the um, those are the Gotcha Man. 
uh, for there. Uh, and then there's some other characters here. Um, the, like, secondary antagonist for this season uh, is Rui, who um, is the creator of a social networking app called Galax. And uh, they just... Basically, they want to shift how the world works because um, they create Galax and one of the things that Galax can let you do is say someone's in a car accident if it notices that you're close by and you're like a registered nurse or you're a police officer or something it'll just pop up and say hey do you want to go and help this person you'll get points for it and so people started to do that like there would be like more more people were being helped but galax was being is being tainted by the villain of this show uh berg katze burger cat (laughs) yeah who i need to admit i did not notice that it was mamaru how did you not notice what (laughs) I didn't note. I didn't notice until like episode like seven or eight, and then I was Ugh. just like, because 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 the thing with Mamoru Miyano, like yeah. you can tell you can tell it's him once he starts doing that like kind of like sing songy like do 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 kind of yeah. thing, and like like Katsu didn't start doing that until around then, and I was like, oh okay. okay. <laughs> I think I've just watched too much Steinsgate to be like maybe <laughs> like I've just been like oh yeah there it is there's the voice immediately I was like oh yeah absolutely. So Katze is basically this super evil alien that destroys worlds not by actively doing violence onto people, but creating scenarios where people will turn on each other. Like, Katze Katze has an ability that if they kiss someone, they turn into them and then they can do something awful and then that person will get the blame so you know like cats can kiss somebody and then like say jump in a car and run over 10 people and just cause all kinds of mayhem because now people are worried that people are just like you know going nuts and ramming into folks um so Katze starts to Katze gave uh, Rui some of the powers with Galax. Specifically, one thing that Galax can do is um, summon these creatures called crowds, and they're basically these like remote-controlled bodies that people can use to. They're supposed to like help people. So, you know, it, it would be like, oh, if there's a cave-in or something, you just send a bunch of crowds in. They're super strong, and they won't – nobody will actually die if, like, it gets hit by a rock. So it's, it's like it's, – it's just an easy way to do stuff. But Katze starts to put an idea in people's heads that that Rui isn't giving enough – Well, the way it plays out in the – show is basically that uh people don't know that Rui's behind Galax at first uh because Rui has the face of the whole social networking thing be uh X yeah Rui, Rui doesn't want any kind of attention Rui doesn't want to be a hero Rui thinks that being 
that wanting the fame and glory is a bad thing to look for. Like Rui is is kind of obsessed with anonymity. Um, as time goes on, it becomes more and more apparent that the people that are working for that are doing the crowds, the the hundred people that Rui has given the crowds power to, they want fame, they want attention for being heroes, and that just spirals off until. Katze eventually starts to convince some of the more pissed off people that used to be crowds into just wreaking havoc and using crowds for their own evil means instead of using it for good. Um, and that's basically the plot and the characters of Gachiman crowds. Um, so I guess we can go ahead and start talking about how we felt about it. Um, Rose, why don't we go ahead and start with you? Uh, how do you oh, feel sure. about Gajiman Crowds? Uh, I, I liked it. Um, uh, a couple of my girlfriends have loved the show forever. Um, like I think since it came out and, uh, I've always meant to watch it. So I'm glad I finally watched it. I understand why they like it. Cause, uh, it's very like positive, even when it's like down, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. in a way that I actually like and it doesn't feel like very like I think it like it has enough self-awareness about stuff that it's doing that it doesn't end up mm-hmm. feeling like those moments in Shonen where it's like just believe in your friends and you can do anything like it's very much still going at times when it is positive like hey shit's still going down and it sucks but like hey like you know let's just try yeah, is the, the thing that I really dig about Gatchaman Crowds is that it is a very realistic optimism. Yeah, exactly. Like, it it recognizes that people are going to get hurt, that the world is unjust, but that working together is the only way that there will be a better future. Yeah, and I yeah, I like in that sense as well how Hajime almost represents like an audience surrogate for like an old Tatsunoko show where it's like, you see like these characters just like saying, like, what are we going to do? No. And like you as an audience member, like, well, you just do this. Like, Hey, guys do this or whatever. And then they're just like, no, we all, what will we do? And then they come to their own resolution and said, Hajime is there. Like, no, we're going to do things that I want to do. Okay, guys, (laughs) I came up with this amazing idea. We're going to have a streaming channel now and we're just going to stream every Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. Like something that happens right at the beginning is, um, Initially, the Gachaman are fighting against these creatures called Mess that are, like, stealing people and, you know, like, just causing all kinds of mayhem around the city. But Hajime is basically just like, have you all ever tried, like, talking to them and seeing why they're doing what they're doing? And so she does that. She talks to them, and they stop. And, like, the Gachaman were saying, like, yeah, we've been fighting them for ages and she just stopped them by talking to them and that that kind of points to how a show like this like a gotcha man style show would go on for like a hundred something episodes fighting the same enemy like why didn't they just try to figure it yeah. out before just yeah jumping to fighting what's uh i mean what's great especially is that it's not even just like she's optimistic she's like absurdly optimistic to the point where it's uncanny and completely unrealistic which kind of makes the show a lot better than it otherwise could have been. Like, it could have been a really, like, morbid, depressing, excruciating watch, but, uh, Hajime, uh, makes it so that it's not. 
which is really mm-hmm. good. Uh, she's like the sole beacon of light in the show, which is all that mm-hmm. she needs to be, really, to make it good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. Yeah. Uh, I really like Hajime. Uh, I like Rui. So before I read this sh- knew about the show, I read a, a quick wiki summarization of a couple things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh boy, how's Rui gonna be? Because, like... Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how to even yeah, broach this. I guess we should. Ex- I, I guess we should explain that like Rui is um. The way that the anime presents it is that Rui is. They 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 say that Rui is a male, but they're probably the trans. That... What is this like? They. Like, I read the wiki, and they were like, oh, Rui wears this outfit to disguise themselves from cats. And I was like, no, what? No, they don't. What? Like, they're just wearing it, like, all the time. Yeah, Rui wears it all the time. Like, it's, you know, like, they're either, like, you you know, you can can assign whatever you want to an animated character. But, like, they're they're either cross-dressing or trans. Yeah. It's it's fine. Um, But... But yeah, the show's not bad about it, really. Uh, yeah, no, there's like there's like one scene where like Sugane's like, "What? That's a guy?" Which but is, like after that, like that's it. Yeah. Uh, and if anything, it's like if anything, Berkatsay seems almost like the more offensive character. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Berg Berkatz in a fight against Od at the end literally just keeps calling him Homo Chan. So I mean, like yeah. Bird cats is just a walking disaster. Yeah, it's I I wouldn't want to touch that me with a hundred foot pole, but you know y'all can y'all can figure that out. I, I mean, aside from aside from his uh, bird cats is a almost complete offensiveness and presentation. It's they're a good villain. Otherwise, yeah. It's a very interesting way to handle that whole, like, destroy the world scenario where it's just like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to tap into the evil that's the evil that men do, basically. Yeah. Um, but I really liked that at the end of it, um, Rui turns it around on Birdcatse and it's just like, yeah, everyone can be a dick when they're being anonymous. But at the same time, if you if you put that carrot in front of them, people are just as just or just as likely to be nice i really like the ending of that i was a little worried about like when like when ruby was just like i'm gonna i'm gonna let everyone use crowds uh i was just like okay what huh like how's that gonna change then like once ruby was just like oh i'm setting up all these games it's like yeah that makes sense where it's just like you know, yeah, if, like, I mean, it's, it's like Pokemon Go. If, yeah, If in Pokemon exactly. Go, all of a sudden they went, if they just went, oh, by the way, uh, for, if you, if, while you're out catching Pokemon, if you pick up a pound of trash, you get, like, uh, an extra, po- like, batch of Pokeballs, there would be no garbage in the <laughs> yeah. world anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that optimism coming through again. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, my favorite character was Itsutsu. I think in the end, because I think Utsutsu's whole arc is adorable. Like we said, it's just like so cute seeing her like just very shyly even open up. Like not just like all of a sudden she's like, oh yeah, like I'm like just she's slowly like 
talking in more sentences and like mm-hmm. helping more people and stuff like that and just like not worrying as much like i think like yeah uh, a scene that i really like the show obviously wants you to like it because they flash back to it like three times but mm-hmm. when she like helps people in the tunnel accident thing or whatever and the guy's just like no don't use your power or whatever you'll get her and she's like whatever i don't care like let me just do it and then she's fine in the end and it's like yeah that's like how everything works in society it's like you're going like well you can't do this because something might happen and then it's like oh wait actually it was good in the end and nothing bad happened uh which i like that i like that part of the optimism to it as well like where it's like so many things are like I hate it. Uh, Again, Rabucci is a famous person who does this in his works where it's like, oh, you th- someone's going to like break conventions and do this thing to help someone, but they're going to pay for it or whatever. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. I hate that. Um, and I like this instead where it's like they're breaking conventions to help someone. Oh, they're right. They're right to do that, which I think helps lend to their message about what they're trying to say about like society or whatever and Rui's goals and stuff like that it's like mm-hmm. yeah just like do it hey what's gonna happen you're gonna help someone probably like yeah like like helping other people can be draining yeah it is it's it's hard to help people a lot but it's it's worth it in the end you know and again the reason why she's able to do it too is because she's able to use some of the life force from uh joe like joe shows up and she starts to like absorb some of his life power to generate to others so it's like hey us working together is really the only way we can do it like that's that's just the truth yeah that fucking Um, rules so much to see in a show uh, I, I also wanted to, I think Atsusu is also one of my favorite characters, but, um, I think my favorite scene with her that, like, shows her, like, arc, and also shows how, like, the, the kind of, the, the gotcha man, uh, like, group dynamic was as good as it was, was when, um, was when Atsusu is, like, frustrated trying to make the origami, and OD notices this because um, Hajime gave her like a, a piece of origami paper to mess around with because uh, Hajime really likes crafts. Yeah. And Itsutsu is super frustrated with it. And then OD's just like, hmm, why don't you go next door and ask Hajime for some scissors? Because Hajime loves scissors. And so Tsutsu goes over and she's like, she asks for the scissors and then she's just like, can you show me how to make this origami? And then you just see, like, OD in the background just, like, super happy. Like, yes, I got them to work together. Like, I'm, 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 they're making friends. I'm so happy. It's, it's so, so good. good. Like, I, I, like, I love, I love Tsutsu. I love OD. I love Hajime. They're all really good characters. I, I really, really like this show a lot. Yeah. Uh, Trixie, uh, why don't you go ahead and talk about what you, how you feel about Gotchaman Crowds? I really liked it. It was absurd. Uh, but I'm glad it was <laughs> as absurd as it got, even. Uh, I mean, you kind of glanced over it when you talked about uh, JJ, but there was that whole scene of JJ taking the note out of uh, Hajime that was very much uh, something else, huh? Yeah, it was wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that set the tone for the show, except for the weirdly sexual part of it, but... Uh, God, I, it was great. I like Rui. Mm-hmm. I like, I even like Joe. 
even though Joe's like a bland nothing kind of character, he's like not he has actual motivation. He's not offensive or anything, like yeah. for sure. Like it's like <laughs> He's just a little boring. He's just boring, Sorry. yeah. He has actual like character motivation and like reasoning to do shit instead of just being like a boring bland dude who punches things, which mm-hmm. I appreciated uh the main thing that I didn't like uh cuz the more I talk about the show the more I'm starting to like it. Uh how about that whole clip show in the first half of the 11th episode? Yeah. Which was... That was really weird. <laughs> I liked that a lot. I I liked it when it opened with Joe, because that was actually got me to notice, oh, hey, Joe's an actual character in this yeah. show. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then it starts doing that for all the other characters and just kind of like, nah. It was a little much, but, you know, it's, it's it is what it is. Yeah, but listen, I, maybe I'm like warped by my brain where it's just like every time, every recap episode I've seen recently is just like a narrator going, and so Kirito went off and thought <laughs> that like it's just like it's like very generic. So I really liked the like, yeah, personal like like them all going like, hey, Hajime, you know, you really you really helped us here, you know, like them all like realizing that, especially pie. I like pies. Uh, yes, there. I thought that was that was cute. Like it was, it was really good of uh, Pie Man to uh, admit that he's a coward panda, but it <laughs> doesn't make him terrible. Uh, he's just a coward panda. He's going well. He's not extinct anymore. I was gonna say pandas pandas aren't ex- going endangered anymore. So yeah, good on Pie Man. They started fucking. Good on Pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They started fucking. Hell yeah, Pie. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, dog. <laughs> Uh, also the, uh, they really build up to OD having these amazing, like, powers, and you see almost none of that in yeah. the show. Uh, apparently, what I learned, uh, from secondhand sources is that OD's power is literally, like, he disintegrates the world around him whenever he transforms, so he has to battle yeah. super quickly, and that's not even, like conveyed in the show which yeah because he does transform for a hot second to fight katze and they don't really show like any disintegration like he just kind of has like a bunch of like whip tentacle things that come out and it's for like a couple of minutes and there's not that much destruction not as much as you would think for him to be like no i can never transform it's like you sure because it's not that bad like yeah i don't know because cause in the show, like, he talks about, like, yeah, no, like, the reason why my planet got destroyed was because I transformed trying to fight Katze last time. So, that's kind of the, like, explanation as to why he can't transform. Which is, I mean, he has the coolest uh, looking Gachaman uh, suit, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Which kind of mm-hmm. sucks how you only see it for half a minute, maybe. He's good. That reminds me of how... Because uh, it just every time I think about OD, I think of when his top hat explodes in the opening, uh, and I just think the music for the show is like yes. amazing. Like <laughs> rules. So yeah, that that was something that I was going to touch on next. The music for this show was done by Taku Awasaki, who uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna list a couple of things that uh, they worked on here. Uh, Soul Eater. Oh yeah, all right. Jojo Part Two. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, Bungo Stray Dogs. Okay. Um, and Katana Guitari. <laughs> yeah. All right. Black. Wow. Yeah. Black okay. Butler, and Rose. Yeah. Gurren Logan. Oh motherfucker! That makes sense. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> Hell. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. The the music owns <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, even just away from the opening and ending themes, I love the ending theme, like, a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I was looking forward to it every time. Um, but it, just the incidental and music and, like, the background music is so good. I love the one that's, like, um, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. When every time that pops up, the, like, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm especially a big fan of, like all the music that plays whenever Galax is a thing. It's so oh, yeah. upbeat and fresh. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I think the one thing that Gotcha Man Crowds truly succeeds at is being a snapshot of the internet. Um, it's The crowds are very much like the anonymous faces of online of uh you know people are very quick once they're given anonymity to be absolute pieces of shit and you know like there's nowhere else you have to look than like twitter like you you see how many people are awful 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 on twitter but you know you also it's 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 the saddest thing that you look at what Rui does in the show and how like any kind of positive reinforcement or any kind of moderation would help those people get in line, stop what they're doing, or they'd be kicked out. And it's because the good people do outweigh the bad people. It's just hard to see that when the bad people are always the ones that can get away with stuff easier. You know, that just, that just shows how the internet is failing the, is failing people right now. Um, and how, I think Gotcha Man really, really realized that, like, what, almost six years ago now Yeah, when Gotcha Man Crowds came out. I think, like, uh, a good example of that is how, like, when they do the um, second Gotcha stream where Rui Mm -hmm. comes on and, like, everyone's making, like, trans jokes and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, like, immediately, like, Rui does, like, it, like I think Rui apologizes or whatever, and then all yeah. of a sudden, like you can immediately see like people. Some people are still being shitheads, but like some people, are like all right, all right, hey, they apologized, all right, like. And the same thing with the prime minister when the prime minister does the stream or whatever. When he starts doing like funny meme things, everyone's like, oh, all right, yeah, no, you know what? Maybe this guy's cool. It's well, the, at first they were like upset about it, which is like jarring in the in today's age. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Like. It seems it seems unrealistic that, or rather, nowadays it seems weird that people would, uh, overwhelmingly uh, care, uh, about like a leader of a country going apeshit. Yeah. But you know, I feel like it's different. Like I feel like in Japan, maybe like it, it might be just like a difference of like how things are presented in the back then mm-hmm. especially i would say like i feel like things have gotten a bit looser now but like uh every time i've seen any uh political st- like meetings and stuff out of japan it's very like stiff and stuff like you don't see a lot of uh 
Like, you wouldn't see Shinzo Abe on a fucking stream, is what I mean. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't yeah. see him doing the Gotcha Man stream. <laughs> He's too busy making Darling in the Franks. Yeah. All right, so uh, should I read off some opinions from yeah. listeners? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the first one here is from Gregory Zero. Now, again, their opinions do not have to line up with ours. We are just sharing opinions. So here you go. I liked Gachaman crowds. Hajime and Rui were both very strong characters. OD couldn't decide if they wanted him to be a strong parental figure or a bad gay anime stereotype, and Itsutsu is only really eye candy majority of the time she's on screen. The portrayal of the internet was handled very well for a show made in 2013. This show seems to be Gachaman only a name, and honestly I don't think that's a bad thing. And uh, I apologize that the Tumblr character limit's very small. Um... I don't know, maybe maybe next time you could just DM me on Discord or something, because, hey, why not? Um, it's fine. Whatever you want to do. But um, I guess to touch on some of those things, you know, like, I I could see why, you know, you'd be against um, a lot of the stuff that's in there. But, you know, I like, I get it. You know, it's it, it, like, even though they do kind of play things and put them on their head at times, it still can be a little annoying to be like... Yeah, like, I get what they were going for by making it Suzu too depressed to put on clothes, but also, it, it is it is a little harny at times, where she's still in, like, a bikini, standing there, not doing yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not inaccurate to say that, at least initially, she is just the eye candy of the show. I'm so jaded at this point like i play the neptunia games y'all like i'm i'm out here i don't know anything anymore like i was just like the entire time i was like yeah no like people just be like that and i'm like wait no people no wait people people don't be like that what am i oh no (laughs) help me (laughs) all right uh the next one is from century punk says gotcha man felt like a classic in 2013 but in 2018 what was biting political commentary is a little tame and unfocused now the big the biggest deciding factor on enjoying in my humble opinion is if you find hajime fun and optimistic or an annoying main character still a solid show with a good cast rui is nice and itsusu is very cute i want to cheer her up hell yeah i mean yeah i kind of don't know where you're coming from with the political commentary i, I mean like, i think like if you think about like what this show was saying back in like 2013 sure. like i feel like way more people would have been like oh shit like someone's saying it but like now we have like a ton of stuff coming out that's saying it's, this, you know it's so like, like this show i think it's i think it's aged well uh even mm-hmm. in hindsight it yeah. just requires you to look at a at it in a perspective that you wouldn't usually watch uh, anime mm-hmm. with just because of like okay. how uh uh how on like the how cheery and uh optimistic the show is at all times which carries over with mm-hmm. its political stuff as well for sure it's like to give you an example john like tales of berseria is a game that's very much like a like condemnation of like liberalism and stuff like that like that's saying, like, hey, like, don't do this stuff. And that's, like, a lot of JRPGs right now. Look at Persona 5, stuff like that. Like, sure. it's everywhere now. So, like, it's just sort of like, oh, yeah, it's another one of these stories. But, like, back then, okay. it would have been, like, fucking Sword Art Online Part 2 just came out. Like, <laughs> that was, like, the big <laughs> okay. thing. So, like, think about that. Okay. 
fair enough, fair enough. Uh, one more, one more Gatchaman Crowd's opinion. Uh, and it's from Horror Errors, who says, Gatchaman Crowd's is one of my favorite shows of all time, due to its optimism and how it treats social media. That and the cast feels very varied, especially in regards to queer rep representation, though I'm aware for characters besides Rui, little is specifically stated. The second season is even more political, though less good, and I hope you all watch it anyways at some point so you can learn about vape and yet another agender alien. So, I guess we'll start off um, our standard show by talking to Trixie because vape. you actually... <laughs> vape, 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 yeah. vape. I hate that name so Violent much. Ape. Violent Ape. Uh, you actually <laughs> watched Insight, right? Yes, I did. Okay, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Insight, <laughs> Insight's definitely, definitely more political. Uh, like, whatever was uh, either subtext or secondary in Gatchaman Crowds is at the forefront. Uh, they focus very much on social media and its continued influence, uh, leading countries and all that. I actually like it more than the first season. Uh, I think uh, it has another protagonist uh, who is almost as good as Hajime. Uh, okay. It's... It, I guess if you if you didn't like the political aspect of the first season much or you found it kind of whatever, then Insight's probably not going to look as good, but mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. It's still just as, like, very... I would say it's more optimistic than the first season, even. It's actually wow. what got me... Okay. It's what got me to realize uh, Hajime was, like, as why Hajime was so good. Like, because in that show... Uh, I'm tr I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm trying to think of how to say... Uh, Hajime is still very... Good. She is even more optimistic and more uh, cheerful. Uh, yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, I, I'm definitely planning on checking it out, but, you know, we'll see. It, uh, the only bad thing about it, I would say, is that it, it doesn't have any... Like, it just kind of throws you right into it if you haven't watched either the the prequel episode or the uh director's cut episode of uh the f episode 12 of gotcha man crowds yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna mention something that really threw me for a loop <laughs> and i don't know what the fuck so if you just watch what's on crunch crunchyroll at the end of the last episode of season one hajime just like has kadze as her like bow on her shirt it's, or her scarf it's, or whatever? It's, it's not that. It's like Katsai is like literally inside her, like a part of her soul now. What? So... She's, okay, she's, she asked him to. Please explain to me. Uh, the director's cut of uh, that episode uh, expands on that. Uh, after Hajime is done restoring everyone who is using crowds for evil with the, uh, with the big smalls, uh, my favorite named thing in this entire yeah. show. Uh, she goes to find Katze and they have a showdown, which basically consists of, like, their usual back-and-forth banter. Uh, and then, as 
Katsuse tries to attack Hajime, she kisses Katsuse and absorbs it inside of her uh, while she's a gotcha man. It's, it's something else. Uh, especially because that entire sequence of her absorbing Katsuse inside her body is two minutes in a single take of her just writhing on the ground yelling in pain, which is... Mm -hmm. I guess probably why they didn't put them the episode proper. Uh, and then that's it. Kase is just a part of her now. Alright, well, that's fucking weird, <laughs> but alright. See, I didn't even need that. See, like, you just showed me, like, the ending. I was just like, oh, yeah, she said meet me outside the station. And then she was at the station. I was like, yeah, alright, sure. Like, yeah, this is all, all right. Yeah, something happened. I, okay. I really like how uh, Gotcha Man Crowds ends without... Just like skipping right to the ending, you know. Yeah, it it's carefree and loose, much like a Hajime herself, to a fault maybe. Like, like I'm not I'm not nece- I'm not necessarily bothered by it. I'm just like that's fucking weird. I'm like, all right, whatever. All right, well that's Gotcha Man crowds. Thanks for listening, everyone. We talked about that shit for forty five fucking minutes, so we have to move Woo! on. That's what the show is about. I know. I'm just scared about the edit. Uh, <laughs> it's fine, though. Uh, so, uh, let's see here. Rose. Yeah. Hi. Why don't you Why don't you let us know about um, some of the stuff that you watched recently? All right. So, I, I honestly have not watched that much because a lot of my weekly animes, like Slime Anime, there was only one episode in the meantime. Not much happened. Uh, um. Sword Art Online only had one episode, but I can talk about because I don't think I talked about it last time too much. But uh, or it was go ahead if you dare. <laughs> Nothing. So Sword Art Online has now put in like two fate voice actors, just like as clones of each other, which is really weird. Uh, one is voiced by um, I forget the, the, the their name, but the voice actress who voices Nero in Fate, and she's just this little librarian who says umu all the time and i was like all right oh boy and then they have the main antagonist they revealed is the sexy woman who um uh, is voiced by uh maya sakamoto i think uh so just sound dark uh and uh and boy shiki. yeah and shiki and boy you can tell she's doing the uh different voices for those two uh <laughs> those two exact voices that I said and you said, Trixie. Oh, my uh, God. Because she has to pretend to be the nice god or whatever and then also evil murder person. Um, I have no idea what this show is doing because Kirito is acting like he's in a real world. <laughs> he's in a video game. He knows he's in a video game. I don't know what's going on. He's like, I'm going to save everyone. And I'm like, Kirito, these are NPCs. Kirito. He see, see, this is the thing that's getting me about Sword Art Online, this new one. Kirito doesn't seem to give a shit that he's in a video game. He's just sort of rolling with it. Which I guess, like, this happens to you the fourth time or something, and you're just like, fucking whatever, yeah. dude. But, like, he doesn't seem to care about, like, fixing it. Like, usually, like, because, you know, like, the plot of the original Sword Art Online is, like, they want to get out, right? They got to get to the end of the game to, to get out of the game. Uh, or, like, to stop murders that are happening and stuff like that. And then it's just, like, this is just, like, he's just going through the motions. I think it's been, like, a year now. Like, he went to school. He graduated. 
He got arrested and sent to prison. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> there was actually... There was this fun bit that I actually really liked in the last episode, which was... Actually, I think I talked about this last time because it happened at the end, where it's like they they broke their chains off and like were like... Yeah, 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 yeah I talked about that. that. That was good. And then they used those chains in a fight, and that was pretty funny because there was like this big nightman who's like, I'm so cool, and then they just hit him with some chains, and he was like, ah. Nice. And I was like, wow, this is epic, guys. Um... Yeah, that's all you need to know. But the first core has ended. God help me. There's three more. Godspeed. 52 episodes. Um, I'm enjoying it mostly. I, I sound like, ah, but it's like inoffensive mostly, except for that one rape scene thing that happened. Um, but like. Oh, you know, just that teensy little thing. <laughs> that, just that whole episode. But, like, if you removed that, like, there's a lot less of the weird Sword Art Online harem stuff going on. Like, mm-hmm. like the entirety of, like, Sword Art Online 2's second half, I think, is, like, legitimately just all the girls being like, man, you ever see Kirito? Man, you ever see Kirito? <laughs> and then Kirito's sister being like, you ever see Kirito? And I'm like, stop this. Stop. <laughs> Get away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Um, All right. Yeah, that's sort of online. Thanks for the update. <laughs> uh, is there are, are there any other quick yeah. things you want to touch on? Um, I finished Nisei Koi, as I mentioned a couple times. That show keeps going, right? Uh, it stopped. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. It it had such a weird ending where the entire second half of the second season was basically just about uh, one of the main characters, Onadera. Um, she's voiced by Kana Hanazawa. Very, like, just sheepish. She's, like, the main... She's the girl that the main character has a crush on. Um, okay. And she has a sister who starts school or whatever. And, like, the sister has heard that, like, the main character just is surrounded by, like, six girls all the time. So she's just, like, terrified of him and wants to kill him. <laughs> and, like the last six episodes of that show are about her like trying to kill him oh my god it's really weird it just like completely takes up what that show is about for like the entire last half um it's like except for one episode which was a magical girl episode which was the worst oh my god huh there was an episode where they were all magical girls, but the joke was, haha, every time you transform, you're naked for a full minute. Ah, oh, shit. Classic before comedy. your costume goes on, and they just showed that. And I was like, oh, no. Shaft, stop. Really classic <laughs> Shaft. Comedy. Shaft, don't you get your horny enough out in Monogatari? Like, isn't this enough? I guess like, why? Not. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, that episode sucked. Just all the way. Uh,. And then it made me go, like, oh, can't we go back to the sister trying to kill him? Like, can we just go back to that? Or the weird American girl who has shown up and is a hitman and is named Paula. Uh, Pretty good. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Isn't that almost kill me, baby? (laughs) Hey, maybe. Hey. Maybe. But no one's getting arrested for smoking weed. Mm. Um. Yeah. In the end... I don't think the second season needed to exist. 
that's my Nisekoi review. I feel like they could have just ended it on the first season. Uh, I know it's based off of manga, which just ended two years ago. Uh, yeah, so hey, it keeps going. <laughs> it keeps going, but like there's no sign... Uh, like, I think the very ending of the last episode is just like really weird honestly like it doesn't feel like an ending which like because maybe they planned on like you know we're gonna do more like later down the line but they haven't um this was back in like 2014 i think uh and uh just like the last episode is just chitoge um losing her ribbon and then they spend oh, no. 15 minutes finding it and it's just so weird because they already had an entire episode describing about her ribbon, like, way <laughs> earlier. So it's just sort of like, so this is the ending we're going with? Question mark? And then, like, okay. it was just weird. The weird show. I don't know. It, watch season one, I guess. Maybe. It's okay. fun. Anything else real quick? I liked Boogie Pop. That started. Yeah, so the the new season has begun. Yeah. Do you have any concrete opinions about Boogie Pop? So it's based off of light novels. You can tell. <laughs> um, I'm uh, me. <laughs> boogie Pop. <laughs> What's wrong with Boogie Pop? They pop out to fight the boogeymen or whatever they said. <laughs> wait, wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> boogie Pop says that. Boogie Pop, some motherfucker. So what's the boogie part supposed to? The boogeyman. The boogeyman. Oh, okay. So of it's not society. Like... No, yeah. Okay. Not like what you're. Th what are you thinking? Are you thinking like just the? Oh no, my god. I was I was thinking of what? the music boogie. Like that would be interesting yeah. if you watch the uh, boogie pop phantom uh, series that they made in like 2000. They were definitely going for that with the opening there. Oh, good then. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, I like it. It's about, uh, like, I guess, like, just, like, weird supernatural stuff happening at the school or whatever. It's told non-linearly, non uh, mm -hmm. which means it's all out of order. Um, I love that. I eat it up because I love being confused and then going, like, oh, so. this is when yeah. this happened. Yeah, well, maybe not for you, okay? But yeah. I love it because it's, like... Sure oh, this is cool. I get to figure out, like, oh, this happened then. Oh, this is cool. Like, uh, what's another game? Like, Alan Wake. I love the game Alan Wake yes. because of that uh, thing where it's like, oh, yeah. Like, you get the manuscript pages and it describes an event. It could be an event that happened, like, two chapters ago and it gives you more mm -hmm. information. Or it could be something that hasn't happened yet and you have no idea when it will happen. And I think that's cool. Sure. I like Alan Wake because he says manuscript so much in that game. The manuscript. A word. <laughs> My manuscript. My manuscript. <laughs> hey, Alan, where's your manuscript? <laughs> the manuscript. <sighs> Jeez. So, I I also eat up that nonlinear shit, but uh, that first episode was such a drag because of that main dude. His uh -huh. name I already forget. Oh. <laughs> Like, <sighs> I hope he's not in the show much. He, because... he shouldn't be, from what I've heard. Okay, because he is the most boring thing of the entire show. <laughs> Want to hear something funny, Trixie? I, I fucking, apparently, I found this out because I was tweeting about it. People are upset that boy wasn't in it more. Oh my 
god. <laughs> they were like going like, oh, he's my favorite character. Fuck. He's supposed to talk more, but they cut out all his parts. <laughs> I, I mean, like, <laughs> maybe they just happened to cut out literally everything that could have made him interesting. Oh, in they should have just, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they, I, I saw some folks talking, like some anime Twitter folks talking about Boogie Pop, and they were like legitimately confused that they started with this like story because that dude is really unimportant, and the way that they posit him as important would be confusing to people because he's like in like three or four episodes, he's like never gonna show up again. Yeah. Oh, God. That's such a weird way to start the anime then. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, a lot of people, like a lot of people who have like read the light novels or watched the old show, were like, "Why are they starting with this guy? Like, why are they positing him as a main character? He's gonna, he's not gonna be I guess, around." I guess, in fairness, since it's like a reboot, they can like restructure it however they want, sure. and I'm yeah, sure he's sure. more interesting than the other Boogie Pop stuff. <laughs> I guess. I just really <laughs> like how the how Boogie Pop is just like. Yeah, I'm gonna go fix some shit at the school or whatever. And the guy's like, just like days go by, and he's like trying to figure out like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, what is this shit? And then he goes to the roof, and he's like, so Boogie Pop, what's happening? And Boogie Pop's like, I solved yeah. it. I solved it. Bye. Done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps off the roof, and it's like, what? <laughs> like, what is this? And I was like, really into that. Honestly, like, that's what made me go like, oh, okay, I'll watch episode two now. Uh, when I was watching it, like, I was just like yeah sure and then like i found out like oh it's out of order and i was like oh that's sick so that's gonna be like oh the entire show happens like during that time i think i'm into it uh i really love the music also uh for every part of it um like the incidental music is uh just cool it's very like mysterious i think is how i would describe it like it's very like something like peeking out of the mundane uh that i really enjoy um and it's fucking called boogie pop (laughs) it's biggest strength and its biggest weakness (laughs) i think yeah it is like boogie that that sounds like something that i would blurt out if (laughs) someone was like hey john what are you you thinking about (laughs) (laughs) me unironically I'm just like, remember when Boogie Pop Pop jumped off the roof? What the hell? Boogie Pop's design is pretty good. I love it, yeah. It's it's maybe the most easily cosplayable, like, like thing ever. It's just like a pillowcase and a bedsheet, and there you go. I'm Googling this character. (laughs) It's it's my avatar on, uh, one... Yeah, they're just yeah, they are just wearing like fucking pillows. <laughs> yeah, it owns. <laughs> well, so John Boogie Pop is an alternate personality of one of like a girl, is the thing. So it's just her wearing that outfit, and then she's Boogie Pop. There's, I think, like a novel is just called Boogie Pop and Others. That's what the anime's called. Yeah. yeah that's the... a yeah. That's this uh, Boogie Pop adaptation. The other one is. Boogie Pop Phantom, which is yeah, y'all are drunk as fuck. <laughs> it's funny, Boogie Whatever. Pop, Boogie Pop. Just keep saying it. It's funny. It's like manuscript, like we were saying. Just keep saying Boogie Man- Pop. Manuscript, the Boogie Pop manuscript. <laughs> the Boogie Pop manuscript. <laughs> it was scattered across the town. God. <laughs> Christmas. All right. So uh, I watched some new stuff yeah. myself. Um. 
the two new things that I watched, I watched uh, Mob Psycho 100 Do. Hell yeah. And I watched uh, Lord Elmeloy Prologue. Hell yeah. Rail Zeppelin. So, yeah, whatever it's called. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't even know. Det- I, Lord Elmeloy, det- Grace Note, Rail Zeppelin, or whatever <laughs> that is. It's just, it's Detective Waver. Fuck <laughs> it. I don't care. It's Wizards of Waverly um, Place. God. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> it was a good uh, one. Sorry. It was, but fuck off still. Uh, so I'll start off with Detective Waver. I really liked it. Yeah, me I too. I liked it a lot. Uh, I haven't seen Fate Z- It's Fate Zero that Waver's from. Yeah. Me. Yep. Okay, I haven't seen Fate Zero yet. I mostly just know him from what I've seen in Fate <laughs> Go. But yeah, I really, really liked it. He's a very interesting character. I like Grey a lot too. I like their dynamic a lot. I like that his whole thing about, like, not wanting to see her is because she's basically a saber face and he just doesn't want to think about saber. Yeah. Um, it's very good. Uh, it's It was really cute and fun and interesting, and I love the world. I legitimately didn't know what time period it was for a while. I thought, like, oh, is this set in, like, you know, Elizabethan times? And then they were driving in a car, <laughs> and I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, no, this it's, like, 20... It's wait. Yeah, it's like the, it's like either the two thousands or the twenty tens in that. I think it's time okay. period. Yeah, I think it's a twenty ten. There's like there's a bit where they talk about how like uh, so Waver's whole thing in Fate Zero was Iskandar. He summoned Iskandar, uh, and they're like very good friends, and yeah, he, he wants to. He wanted to summon him again to. Uh, this is a joke from the manga. Uh, that this is based on uh he wanted to summon iskandar again in the fate stay night uh holy grail war just to like see him again and he just was too overworked at the clock tower to go to the holy grail war so he just has like all the stuff lying around for iskandar (laughs) that's why he's wearing like iskandar he wears a t-shirt towards the end of the episode john that's a t-shirt he gave iskandar in fate zero that iskandar wore oh yeah no i've like I've seen pictures of like Iskandar like stretching the shirt out, yeah, like, fucking ripped as shit. It's very good, um, but you know it's 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 very cute. It's very fun. It's very great. Like I haven't read the manga or the novels that it's based on. Is it is it gonna be more of a like each week is a different mystery or is it gonna be like a long there's thing? a it's there's some there's some arcs, um, okay, because but it's I a lot of them being more. Okay, good, 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 good. Because I feel like I would want to see more like little stories than one overarching arc. Because that's kind of what yeah. the mysteries are. Yeah, no, it it won't be like an overarching arc. It'll just literally be like it's people going to waver, basically, that's and hope, being like because like thing. the synopsis I've seen for the show seemed to indicate it was just like a one story, which seemed kind of no. weird. Yeah, okay. no, there's it's at least from what I've read, I've read. Uh, like a fourth of it maybe because i so i found out about this a few months ago because someone was like hey you ever see the saber with a scythe and i was like excuse me hey excuse me (laughs) um and i read a bit of it and i was like oh yeah that's pretty good it's called case files for a reason that's what i'll say like it's it's yeah it's it's gonna be like there'll be a couple like probably like maybe two or three episode arcs but like okay yeah yeah that's fine yeah i I love i I, want to 
I kind of wanted something to fill that like adventure like Lupin uh, hole that I have right now because there's not a Lupin show on right now. Yeah. Um, so I guess that'll slot in real nicely. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I love urban fantasy. That's like one of my favorite Absolutely. genres, uh, the Ra and stuff like that. So I'm super psyched to have a fate show that isn't just super edgelord time all the time. <laughs> yeah, like there's some humor here. There's it's it's cute. It's fun. I like it. Uh, and the other show I watched that I also really liked. Oh, I, I guess I should mention um, Detective Waver is not actually airing this season. It's a summer show, but they put out like I guess the prologue now for some reason i don't know it's because they were it's really good though they did a fate fest and they were like hey uh, we're gonna do this in the uh, manga anime okay speaking of the manga anime oh wait are they doing a full anime for learning with manga no they just as far as i'm aware they're not they just did that one uh 15 minute video because I, I was gonna say if they did we're like society's gonna collapse <laughs> the internet <laughs> ends it already collapsed. Like, did you... See, so, like, Trixie, you saw it, yes, right? Yes, I did. Okay, John, did you see it? The Yes. Okay. Good. It was fucked up. It was... <laughs> yeah. It I, was fucking insane. I don't even know where to start with that shit. Here's where I know how to start. I love that Gudiko and uh, Gudao, the male and female protagonist, had the same voice actress just doing a different voice. I loved that. Really? That's, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, it's the fucking um, Azumanga Dayo girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought that was great. Hearing her voice was so weird. It since was. that's the only thing I know her from. <sighs> that's funny. Um... I mean, like, just seeing uh, uh, Attila just doing the wiggle dance all the time oh, is very good. It's so good. I, so I was so glad they animated my favorite of the comics, which is the comic where Altera goes into the future and is like, let's see the future of fate go, and there's just blood everywhere, and it's like they added a ranking system. And there's just like, if you get top of the rankings, you get this six star servant, and it's just Saber wearing a bikini. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. Gotcha is bad civilization. It is. It really Altair is. is right. They'll probably, mm -hmm. they'll probably just end up doing more of those like mini shorts if they ever. Yeah. Cause I feel like they will. There's like, um, like 70 chapters now of learning with manga. There's more material they can squeeze yeah. out. I mean, whatever. Just give give Rio more money. Yeah, I, I I love to see. I love his fucking art style Same. so much. Especially animated. I, I really liked how that looked. I it, was surprised at how well yeah. that was animated. Mm -hmm. We still need to ha launch a GoFundMe to have Rio draw new uh, site avatars for Chooch. Now that'd be. I would fucking die. That'd be God. good. That would be drawing good. all of us in that style oh my god rio is good civilization absolutely uh but so the other show that i watched uh that's new this season is i watched the first episode of mob psycho 102 yeah that was sensational oh it was so good i, was, I have i love mob i was surprised at how like into it it went right from the get-go yeah i mean i was I mean, I really liked season one. 
Uh, I knew that I was going to like season two, but I just was not. I was surprised at how just boom out of the gate it was great. Um, because you know the first season meandered a little bit at first before it really hit its stride, but I felt like season two was just it gave Mob something really interesting to do. It really personified the kind of people that are around him very quickly and it was funny and warm and sad and it was everything that mob psycho should be and he's already at like 21 percent to another explosion so that's that's pretty that's gonna be pretty wild for real um i god i love that fucking show Same. so much it's so good i haven't oh seen it yet i'm waiting to watch it because i watch it in a group uh so I've, okay. I've just been waiting listen when you have listen you know my fucking deal um but uh i read all the manga uh because when i watched when i read one punch man before they made the first anime for one punch man and then i found out like oh they also made mob psycho and I was like, oh cool and i read mob psycho before they even made one punch man season one i think and i'm like they made one punch Man season one i was like this is sick can't wait for them to make fucking Mob Psycho. That's going to own if they do ever do that. And then they announced Mob Psycho, and I was like, fuck, yeah. And now I'm just sort of like, man, I don't really care if they animate more One Punch Man. I just want Mob Psycho like yeah. to go all the way, just all the way. Yeah, Mob Psycho's definitely the better of the two. Hey, I mean, that's just what happens when you make something sincere versus parody. Like, that's just what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, sure. I love, I'm so glad the animation is the same because I know like one punch man's not going to be the same animators, uh, when it comes back, but this is, <laughs> I, I mean, I watched the trailers and stuff for season two and I was like, woof, yeah. All right, let's go. It doesn't even just mm-hmm. look the same. It looks better, but while still yeah. looking like the manga, it's, I, that's another thing I like about it over one punch man is that it keeps the manga's art style to a degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really For good. Sure. Yeah, highly recommend both of those shows. Um, obviously, uh, Detective Waver there is just the one episode, but I still think everyone should check it out. And uh, definitely watch Mob Psycho. I was honestly thinking about making Mob Psycho the uh, anime that we watch, uh, season one. But I didn't. I, I, I talked about it with y'all, and Rose was right, and I agree that I wouldn't want to overwhelm folks. So, you know, I guess I'll just say check it out if you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Trixie, why don't we uh, touch base with you? So you mentioned uh, you watched the Learning with Manga thing. Uh, you, you watched the other Fate show that was on recently. Um, yeah. It just ended. The uh, Today's menu for Emiya family. Why don't you tell us about how you feel about that? It was really good and really, really cute, which is exactly mm-hmm. what I was watching it for. Uh, I, I am very surprised at uh, how, uh, how, like, genuine... It felt, considering that uh, fate's been, fate just feels so edgy and like grim dark. Even though I am for that, so just seeing a nice, like simple, uh, fate thing was such a relief. Uh, mm. The, got it. It made me really hungry as well. I, just seeing Shiro cook food like that, like damn, I need to go to the grocery store and start working on this today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they make really tasty looking food. It's 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 a 
it's really neat to watch. It's a lot of easy stuff too, you know, friends. You can yeah. just do it at home. It's it's I've still made a few of those, you know. But I'm tired. Listen. You don't think Emia is tired? You don't think Shiro is tired? I don't give a shit. <gasps> <laughs> I'm, tired. I'm making the Pikachu meme face right now. Like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Look. You just need to get a beautiful wife like Shiro. Look, it's it's easier said than done, okay? <laughs> I mean, yeah. We can't all be as lucky as Saber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it was a, I was surprised to learn that uh, it was another UF Tabol uh, join. Concerning yeah. it looks different from their other fate stuff, but different in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm. They did have one episode where they spent all their uh, fighting scene budget on, which was impressive. Yeah. Uh, God. The, the fucking Christmas episode. The second Christmas episode. Everyone's cute. Berserker was cute as well. Ku's cute. I don't know. I don't know why, but every time he showed up in that show, I just kept thinking about how they need to bring him to a big and tall men's warehouse oh, and yeah. put him in a suit. Please. I kill for that. I want to see him in, like, like a peacoat, like the one I have. That's what I want to see Berserker in. Oh, that'd be such a look. <laughs> you would have to have, like, those fucked up, like, arm spike things Fuck coming yeah. out, though. What do you think? What do you think would look better if they like mended some fabric over it, or if it was sticking out? What do you think would look better? If it was sticking out, I All agree. Right. Okay, like there you go. That, we figured it out. That's just part of uh, his look. Yeah, that's part of the look. You know, you can't hide it. Flaunt it. Yeah, flaunt it. It was really good. I liked it a lot. It was such a warm show. Very fun. Um, you know, I, again, if you don't care about fate, I think you could even check that out. Like, I like. I like that a lot of the Fate spinoff stuff is still really fun, even if you don't care that much about the main Fate stuff. For sure. You can watch Emiya and, like, Detective Waver and not care about the original stories and still get something out of it. Still have a good time with it. Yeah. I really loved uh, that they did a flashback episode in uh, the cooking show with a young Shiro, young Taiga. That was so good. God. I love and Tiger. dying Kiritsuku. <laughs> yes, Kiritsuku looking as sharp as always. I love Taiga as well. Taiga's so good. Shout out to Taiga for being the best uh, Taiga. Shout shouts out to Jaguar Man. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> I just grailed Jaguar Man twice. God. Congrats! That'll be me yeah, soon. Thanks. She's so good. So good. So. So, uh, Trixie, you also, like, blew through a, uh, another anime. Uh, tell us about the sound of... Eu- sound euphonium, yeah. Yes, tell us about... Since- Why can't I say sound euphonium? It's, it's a eh. tongue twister. Uh. I played euphonium in high school. Oh, nice, that was a... Yeah. It was very scary. Um, <laughs> I quit, I, I was in band for a year, and I quit because everyone was fucking each other, and I felt oh. weird about <laughs> oh it, so gosh. I left. That is very unfortunate, and that also yeah. that sounds like high school for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. Maybe I should have stayed because you know. I mean, it, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, 
Um, don't worry. Don't worry. About <laughs> uh, uh, tell, tell, us, tell us how you felt about Sound Euphonium. Sound Euphonium is a really cute, cute Ani show um, about Kumiko, who plays the Euphonium, uh, stepping up to improve uh, her uh, new high school's concert band. Uh, there's a I, there's a lot of great characters. Uh, show looks gorgeous, like movie quality throughout the entire show. Uh, especially the instruments. The instruments are like, they fucking look like, they almost had a whole other separate team like you would get for Mecca's designing those <laughs> instruments. Yeah, they just look like pictures of the instruments, but animated. Yeah, it, it fucks me up as well when they do like actual 3D CG and uh, the instruments still look pretty much exactly as beautiful as ever. Uh, it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I started with Liz and the Blue Bird uh, because I heard that was a standalone movie and the concept for that seemed really uh, interesting. And that movie is fantastic. Uh, it's about uh, two of the minor characters in the show, uh, Mizori and Nozomi, performing together for a play, Liz and the Blue Bird. And it is... I didn't expect the entire series to be, like, trauma-heavy, but it is, and I'm kind of glad it is. Uh, it's very mature uh, for the kind of drama it's going for. Like, a lot of it is a simple high school uh, stuff, which shows usually just, like, don't pay much attention to or belittle or whatever because they're just, like, high schoolers. But, uh... The show seems to genuinely care for its characters uh, and its setting, which was really heartwarming. Shoutouts as well to the the music, especially. Uh, very, like, obviously, it, the music would have to be good, but uh, music's, like, real good. Uh. All right, so uh, thank you, Trixie, for talking about Sound Euphonium there. Uh, she had to jet though uh, she wasn't feeling too hot so uh, everyone send Trixie some well wishes but we're gonna keep the show on the road you know as they say the show must go on yeah so uh, I guess I will talk real quick about how fucking weird Pokemon's been getting yeah tell me about this um so the last arc I talked about it last episode but the last arc was about Ash getting sucked into another dimension yeah, I remember you saying that was the weird, uh, like, post-apocalypse almost, or whatever it was. What was yes. it? It was, like, a world without Pokemon or something? What was it? It was an alternate dimension where it was Alola, but, uh, what's the... Guzzlord showed up yeah, and that destroyed was everything. So they evacuated all the people, and it was this, this, like, alternate universe version of that. And then they wrapped that up. And that was really weird. Because of how, like, serious it was, they were straight up saying, like, oh, Ash, Guzzlord will kill you. And I was like, really? You're talking about fucking Guzzlord eating and, and digesting Ash? Like, that's fucked. But they stopped Guzzlord, and they had a shiny Tapu Koko for a second, and I was like, oh, that's, that's that. But then Ash shows back up, and the next day they're like, oh, by the way, uh, fucking... Misty and Brock are showing up. They wanted to come visit for a holiday. 
and it was just really wild because for the first episode that they're there, Brock is barely around. He just goes to a Pokemon Center because he's like, oh, I'm a Pokemon doctor now. Oh, yes. Which is really weird. Yeah, because like for years and years and years, he was a Pokemon breeder. They removed that in Let's Go, so they can't talk about it anymore. Yeah, so he's a doctor now, which honestly, I feel like that's what they should have done from the start because all the stuff with him was like he's talking about how pokemon interact and he was also the one that was like always feeding them and always treating their wounds so it kind of makes more sense for him to be a doctor anyway so like that that's fine like I, I i like that they're going with that it was just kind of funny that he was always like yeah i'm gonna be a pokemon breeder i'm gonna be a breeder for like what 15 years yeah and now they're changing it midlife but crisis yeah whatever but he he's just like stuck in a pokemon center with nurse joy because he's trying to impress her but i mean he's also trying to help out but he's also doing brock's whole thing so like ash and ash and crew bring misty to an island and they ride a mantine and it's mostly just like a bunch of scenes of them all hanging out and being friends with pokemon and then team rocket shows up in a fucking mech like you know team rocket shows up in mech sometimes but this one is like legit based on a Gundam. Like I posted about it on Twitter and one of your girlfriends tweets at me and it's like, yeah, that's the justice Gundam from Gundam seed. Like they just, they colored a Meowth mech just like the justice Gundam. Huh? And I was just like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. And so they fight that. And there's like this whole scene where like Misty's Misty has a fucking Gyarados now and it mega evolves and it does all this crazy shit. And that was really cool. And then the next episode, Brock shows back up. But Brock's like, I really want to meet Olivia. He is horny as shit for Olivia. Of course. And so they go to the island that Olivia's on. And they, like, Brock and Olivia have a battle. And they're, like, they're not, like, flirting. But there's very much this, like, oh, I think they they actually kind of have a thing going for each other. Like, Brock starts doing his general, like, ah. Madame, may I please have some coochie? And she, but she's like, kind of into it though. Like she's like, oh wow, like she thinks he's cute. And so finally, Team Rocket shows up again, and they are literally in the Devil Gundam from Gundam G Gundam. Like it is literally the Devil Gundam. Like it's not just like, oh, this is the color. Like no, it's the fucking tiny meowth body thing on top of the gigantic thing with all the tentacles like it's the fucking devil gundam hey and listen they just the people who like that show clear or make that show clearly like a lot of old anime like that yeah they do and i i love that they love it because yeah. they even like when olivia does uh the z move to destroy the devil gundam she basically does the like poses that the main character does from G Gundam. Like it's just one huge G Gundam reference. But they kind of just end the end it without really saying if Brock and Olivia are gonna be together or anything like that. Like she seems like she's into him, but like not fully. Like she's kind of still like, eh, really? But like, because her whole thing is that she's really unlucky in love too. Like and she's really clumsy. Uh-huh. She, she like falls over a lot and stuff but i don't know i guess they're i mean if brock shows up again maybe they're gonna be like oh finally brock's got a girlfriend and it's olivia from alola 
Which, you know, I guess that's something. It's been like 15 years. You can finally friggin' the quest for Coochie rages on, I guess. I don't know. It was it was just weird. It was really weird seeing all that Gundam stuff and seeing the, like, alternate universe. And there's a scene where Guzzlord, like, falls down a pit and he just sounds like a man screaming. Like, he just goes, <gasps> That's horrifying. <gasps> like, oh, my God. It's so weird. It seriously just sounds like a man falling. <laughs> But, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, I think the next episode they're gonna uh, introduce Meltan, the like new Pokemon from Let's Go, and I think they're also going to introduce uh, the last uh, trial captain or uh, Island Kahuna, whatever. Yeah, the last Kahuna. So I guess they're kind of starting to wrap up Sun and Moon, even though there's like two things that they could still do because there's. They haven't done any Team Skull stuff. They still haven't. And I guess they could do the Rainbow Rocket stuff. Like, I I had completely forgotten about that. But there was actually a scene where Team Rocket's, like, talking about, oh, we've been failing. Like, like Jesse and James have are talking about how, oh, we've been failing so often. The boss must hate us. And in the background, you actually see, like, the Rainbow Rocket building. So maybe that's kind of, like, them trying to allude, like, yeah, we're going to do Rainbow Rocket. Don't worry about it. Which would be especially interesting because hey rainbow rocket includes all the old like team leaders and shit so i wonder how they're gonna do that because i don't remember i mean i haven't really watched pokemon in years other than sun and moon so i don't know if like you know if archie and maxi are still like bad guys at the end of that season you know did they like i don't know if any of those characters repented because you know how animes are sometimes they end up being good guys at the end so that might be weird, but I guess we'll find out. So is it, like, nearing its end, or do you think it has a lot left? I mean, it has a good amount. Like, like I think it'll definitely be able to bring itself to the next gen. Like, I was a little worried about it, but I think it can, because they got the last Kahuna, which I guess they're going to do that. They can have a little bit of an arc where they go over, like, Meltan, and stuff like that, like, and do some of the new stuff from Let's Go. They have Team Skull, they have Guzma. They haven't touched Guzma at all. That's so crazy to me. Yeah, and they have Rainbow Rocket. Like, Guzma hasn't shown up at all. So, and they have Rainbow Rocket. So they have a good amount of stuff. And then they might even do the Pokemon League. I don't, they might not, but, I mean, at the very least, at the end, like, Kukri might just be like, oh, I'm going to start up a Pokemon League here after you leave. Come back sometime and challenge it. Which, who knows. And they, they that, won't. But, yeah, they won't. But they, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure they have enough material to last them until next gen comes out. Which is this year, right? Yeah, I think about year. that. Damn. I just can't believe they haven't touched Guzma at that is crazy. Oh. As everyone loves Guzma. That's what gets me. Is like yeah. fan reception to Guzma is the highest of like any villain. I would say in that. Yeah. Like, easily. That's. That's so weird. I, I legitimately wonder if they won't do it, or they haven't done it yet because they need to figure out like how to do him while Lusamine is an evil. Yeah. I. If. It, Listen, I'm not gonna. I haven't seen the show, but I'm gonna. So I'm gonna operate off of. I saw every Pokemon series. I think up to Gen Five. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna operate off of this. I don't think that series knows how to do nuance and is afraid to. Fair I think enough. they're afraid <laughs> to have a character who isn't completely evil. 
and has motivations beyond like just doing things on a whim like yeah that's why i feel like they made Luzamine like just good and then like yeah they like because like how do you put like has team skull pretty much just been like team rocket yes okay so yeah that's i i think i'm right i think they just yeah. fucking it's it's just been like these three grunts show up and like they're stronger than team rocket but they still just kind of show up and are just like bickering and trying to do petty mm. stuff like that's all they do yeah then i think they just i feel like someone who's in charge of this like this is a kid's show you can't talk about like whatever the kids will get confused or something yeah i feel it um but yeah that's about it uh rose real quick do you want to talk about any last things um nah no i mean we we could talk about zombie did we talk about zombie land when it ended did we 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 stopped i think it was on the last episode so we we haven't haven't talked about the last episode so we can do that real quick um sure that was good i'm excited yes for more probably i didn't know psy games funded this that means that it's probably going (laughs) to have a second season because psy games has infinite money now i don't know if you saw that grand blue festival but they have infinite money until the end of time i mean i heard about the stuff that they announced there and also the stuff that they announced there um fueled some fires but we won't talk about that on the show um but uh yeah i i liked it i liked it a lot i feel like it's weird that i hope that if they end up doing a second season they do give yugiri a backstory episode yes or like i don't think ty necessarily needs one but like maybe i want her to have an episode i don't want her to have a backstory episode. yeah like i still stand by my my thought that they need to have an episode where she gets lost yeah that's what i want um i'd like to learn more about the two idol girls the ones who are like established idols in the group Mm. uh because they basically only touched on how one of them died that was it like and i want to know more about like their life and stuff like that Mm. Uh, I feel like there's a lot that they could cover in a season two, and I hope they do that. And they, I hope they do that and not just do, like, I don't know, some weird satire of, like, Love Life Sunshine or something where they do, like, a second wave or something. Yeah, I would kind of hate if they introduced I a whole new group. I would hate that, too. Yeah. Like, you know, if they, if they add, like, one or two more, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah. If it was a completely different group, I would be upset. Um, what, so yeah, what, yeah, I don't know. You have anything right. that you want to say about Zombieland? Or do you think we got Not it? Not really. Yeah, it's Not just really, good. Yeah, I mean, we we've talked, you know, we've talked it up a bunch. It's still probably one of my favorites. From last Anime year. of the season, I'm, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, absolutely, no question. I loved it a lot. That's about it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I guess the last things I'll talk about real quick um, about some manga recently, because uh, there was a buy two get one deal at Barnes and Noble. I think it's over by the time you'll be hearing this, unfortunately, but. Uh, I picked up a couple of books, and I also got one for Christmas. Um, Niall, thank you so much for sending me uh, the volume six of Delicious in Dungeon. Hey, that shit's still really fucking good. Damn right it is. Is the cat in yet? Yeah, she just yeah. she just got added. Mm-hmm. Good. Everyone should be reading Delicious in Dungeon. It is incredible. Super fun. Super funny. Heart wrenching at times. Just very, very, very good. Gorgeous art. Hilarious art. 
That shit is like a reaction image warehouse. It's amazing. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, but, you know, that's that. Uh, but the other thing that I want to mention that I know you'll be really happy about is yeah. I got the first volume of The Ancient Mage's Bride. Yes. And did you read it yet? Yes, I did. What did um, you think? I got, two, I got two other books that I haven't read yet because I've been really busy because classes just started. I got um, I got the uh, 20th Century Boys uh, omnibus, Ooh. the first one, and I got volume four of City. So I'll be I'll, I'll talk about those next time. Robin will be happy about that first one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I read Mage's Bride. I liked it. Um, you know, there was some stuff that I was a little, like, about. And I know that you've told me that they don't really go into that at times. And yeah. I was just like, I was just like, they bring up that she's 15 and then he's, they're always talking about how he's going to marry her. And I mean, I'm just like... <laughs> i don't like that yeah but i love the world yeah so much oh my god i love how the characters interact um chisei is a really interesting character um i like i just i i, I relate to how she interacts with the world um i understand and i i i also really like how the characters are understanding yes and um I, I just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I love that just, series. Alright, listen. We just talked about, look. We just talked about how dumb Boogie Pop is. Yeah. The fuck's a sleigh beggy? <laughs> sleigh beggy. What's wrong with sleigh beggy? It's a Celtic term, right? That's what they're going for, is like it's all old magic and stuff like that, so they're going with that. It was Slave Vega. I used that as a handle in a couple places uh, before they translated it officially, just because, you know, Japanese romanization and stuff like that. Um, they got a... The fucking, the fucking Celtic folks need to apologize to us all. For, for Slave Beggy? For a lot of things, but Slave Beggy's one of them. <laughs> I love Slave Beggy. I think it's cute. All right, that's that's your prerogative. <laughs> but I also like Boogie Pop, so I mean, like I'm over here. Uh, <laughs> Look, like it's funny and it's weird, and I don't hate it. But I'm just like I'm just sitting there like reading, and they're like they're like oh, she's a sleigh beggy, and I'm just <laughs> like I'm like how are you not cracking a smile saying that? Like, <laughs> well, it's because when you find out what a sleigh beggy is, you won't be cracking a smile. I guess. Um, but I, yeah, that for I don't know how much do they have much of the like when they go chibi when they turn it small and like make a little joke in the first book i can't remember i think they do, I think they do that like once or twice where like uh the i, I don't remember elias? his name the main elias yeah like sometimes he'll he'll say a little quip and he'll go kind of chibi i think they did that like once or twice but that was it that's really good later in the series like it, it's really okay. good when things are like really like shit is happening and then they just like make like a little joke it's like oh yeah they're friends like everyone's like just like they're all okay it's nice uh that yeah i love magus bride a lot um i i guess i guess to give you an idea of where i am it's uh i just got to the point where chise is about to like purify that like big blob the big blob yeah made, yeah that was made from like the hatred of a guy or something and like his wife because his wife died and yeah killed a bunch of cats or some shit the the uh the kingdom of cats right yeah yes 
which is very funny. Yeah. Super funny. I fucking love just like when they're like, uh, when I think when they get on the train and the cat's like, oh, so this, this, this is the girl you're marrying or whatever. Right. And she's like, even cats know, like even cats know about this. I think my, my favorite part was when they're talking to the king of the cats and then the little girl just comes out and it's just like, what are you doing in front of my house? Why are you talking to my cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's great. Like, I honestly think, like, uh, the whole series is very, like, recently it's gotten, I'd say since the first ending it hasn't like dropped any of its levity or anything but like it's definitely gotten more serious since like okay. the anime's first season ending in the manga but it's still like really like light-hearted and like warm warm is how i always describe that series like it's okay. very like homey so here's my question i guess yeah would, would you recommend I keep reading the manga, or do you think I should just watch the anime? And keep keep in mind that I do kind of prefer reading manga. You like reading manga. The manga's great. Like, the the show is very good, um, and has... It's not, like, amazing animation, because, I mean, what are you going to animate in that series? Like, overly the top, like a mob psycho thing, there's not really much. Um, but yeah, they just kind of hang out and talk. Yeah, the music's very nice. It's seriously you could just okay. listen to like some of the music from the series, and I think just read honestly. Like okay. the manga's fantastic. I love the art style that they go for. Uh, it only gets mm-hmm. like better over time too. Um, yeah, no, you should be totally fine okay. to read the manga. All right, thank you. Okay, uh, let's move on to uh, our questions and opinions. Yeah. If you want to send in some of this stuff, you can go ahead and go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask, and you'll sound like these folks. I'm just going to kind of go back and forth between opinions and questions. Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, so this one was supposed to be on last episode. It got in a little late, but I'll read it anyway. Uh, Horror Errors says, uh, Zombieland Saga is the breakout show of the season, and I love it, and I'm sad that it's ending. It really needs a second season, because they could do much more of it still. JoJo's has also been pretty good, a great adaptation of the most disappointing and disjointed parts. The only other show I've kept up with this season is Thunderbolt Fantasy, which is great, but continues to be Gen Robochi's puppet theater in both good and bad ways. So, yeah, I mean, I watched the first episode of Thunderbolt Fantasy, and I, I really liked it. Yeah. I, I have been meaning to watch more of it, so, you know. I guess I guess uh, that's that's another recommendation for that one. I wasn't expecting so much, uh, almost not quite animation, but special effects in that series as yeah. there was. I was like impressed, honestly. For sure. Uh, let's see here. Down the clown asks, "What are your general opinions on the idol genre of anime, and do they differ from your feelings on real idol culture?" I don't really care. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'm also the kind of person that can, you know, separate things based on what they are and what they represent. So to an extent, you know, I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, idol anime does normalize the shittiness of real idol culture. But at the same time, like, I can't get too mad at, like, fucking Love Live or Idol Master because at the very least in the show, they aren't being tortured constantly. Um so i can understand if people watch it and enjoy it and don't 
constantly yeah. have to remind themselves, oh, but that girl had to shave her head. Like, no, like, you don't have to do that. Like, you know, be aware, but also don't rain on your own parade. Yeah, absolutely. That's how you should, that's the way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I personally have never really been a fan of the genre. I think Zombieland's like the only thing I like, and that's mostly because it's barely that, honestly. Yeah, it's... It, it's it's mostly just a comedy and drama show. Yeah, but they have songs. Like that's basically it. Um. Like, I um, yeah, I've never been a big fan of like Idolmaster or anything like that. Mostly because like, I can disconnect it obviously, and I have n- no judgment on anyone who enjoys this stuff at all. Don't take this as that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like, I've never been comfortable with like seeing how like voice actors for those stuff end up being forced into like doing the same stuff that real idols do ends up making me just feel like okay so it's just a never-ending loop except these ones have to work twice as hard yeah it's like and i'm just like uh but um that's why it's so much i like bandori uh, bang dream uh so much because it's bands so they just do normal Mm -hmm. concerts and stuff Anonymous asks, Galax is such a cool and interesting program that the show expects people to use constantly in everyday life. But what kind of banal, everyday thing do you think you'd be comfortable to ask a complete stranger on an app to help you out with? Um, well, seeing as how I just got told by my therapist that I need to go to a special group assignment to fix my social anxiety issues, Mm. nothing! (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally get you. Um, uh, I guess that's your answer. Sorry, we all have brain problems. <laughs> I, I'm gay. <laughs> it's tough out here to just be like, hey, random people. In this. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Help me reach something tall on a shelf, random person. I, mean, I can't reach it. Help me. If, if, if we're thinking about the, idol, the I- idolistic version of the world that Gotcha Man wants us to believe is possible... I mean, you know, I would say, you know, whatever. Like, if I just, like, I feel like at some point, if Galax really existed, you could just be like, hey, I need a ride somewhere. Yeah. Can I yeah. just put out in the world that, like, instead of having to call an Uber or something, you could just be like, oh, hey, this person's already going that way. They'll pick you up. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff, you know? Like, something like that would be nice. Just, you know, someone who. If you, sp- if you spill, if you have a stain on your shirt or something, then you could be like, oh, this person's about to start a load of laundry in this laundromat. Why don't you go throw your shirt in there? <laughs> like, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's so good. Yeah. I, 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 like, I like the concept a lot. It's very cute. Sentry uh, Punk asks, what's your favorite Super Sentai-style superhero team adaptation or parody? So I guess this is this is not necessarily what's your favorite... Like, tokusatsu, what's your favorite, like, anime version of one, or other adaptation, or even a parody of one? Because Gotcha Man is basically that. It's an yeah. adaptation. It's a it's a new age version of Gotcha Man. Millennial what Gotcha your, Man. What, yeah, what, what would you say is your favorite? Samurai Flamenco. There you go. Yeah, Samurai Flamenco. <laughs> I mean, it's not a <laughs> team, but yeah. Hey, there's the yeah. Flamenco Girls. That's right. And at one and point, also, there is a team, actually. Yeah, I, I was going to say there is the arc where he joins the team. Yeah. God, that anime is so good. It's super good. 
Oh man! I mean, if we if we were doing twenty something episode things, that would be something. Yeah, that would be homework but we can't do it without doing all of it. Is like the hell of that show, right? Yeah. Like, oh. but yeah, um, I uh, I I do want to give a shout out to something that was introduced to me last night in Chooch Chat. Uh, there's this <laughs> there's this Tokusatsu show from the seventies. Uh, this guy just called Red Man. Red Man. And, <laughs> He's like Ultraman if Ultraman was a fucking prick. <laughs> All right. It's just, it's just like every episode is like five minutes long and it just shows like a um, kaiju monster walking around in like a fucking like crevice. And then Redman shows up and starts like just walloping the fuck out of them. Like raining blows, like hip tossing them, just beating the ever loving fuck out of them. And it's like these monsters are not bothering anybody there's multiple scenes of the monsters running away from red man and red man's chasing after them throwing fucking man red man chill the fuck out beating the shit out of them it's so good <laughs> and all of the monsters are like from ultraman like they're ultraman costumes so basically our theory is just that like they like the people behind Ultraman just made it because they were pissed as fuck and wanted to beat the shit out of them. Because they were like, fuck this shit, fuck this stupid ass show. Fuck Ultraman, like making Red Man. He's just gonna beat the hell out of him. Red Man for the common folk. <sighs> like I'm I'm legitimately surprised that in one episode Red Man doesn't just pull out a Glock and just start shoot them. Like I I'm so surprised that hasn't happened in any of the ones that I've seen. Um, horror errors again. We got horror errors is really hitting us with the stuff this time. Hell yeah! Uh, they sent in a question: Would you let Bird Katze kiss you? Because I'd let Bird Katze kiss me. Um, probably not. I I kind of don't want to get blamed for murders or anything like that. But you know, that's your prerogative, I guess. Hey, some people are into that sort of thing, and there's no judgment here. No, there's not. I'm just saying I'm not. So that's fine. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Maybe like, maybe we'll see how things go. Like maybe like they live inside <laughs> a fragment of my soul or whatever the fuck happened there, and then like we can see where that goes. I'm. I feel like if another being was inside of my body, all I would be hearing is, "Why are you choosing to do this?" Yeah. Yeah, don't, John. Huh? Don't, <laughs> Don't, don't, don't turn into that drive-thru. Don't, John, stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Anonymous asks, Tsugane has a sword. Hajime has her scissors. Uh, they, they mention another character's powers, but it's a spoiler for season two. Um, so I'm not going to mention that in case wow. you, in case you decide to watch it. Yeah. Uh, what, what tool would you, your inspiration be for your gotcha man form? I guess, I guess what your, what would your weapon be if you were a gotcha man? Hmm. I want a laser. Yeah, like a laser pointer, but like actually hurts people or like. Yeah, something like that. Like maybe like like when I'm a normal man, yeah. like I am now, I would just have like a laser pointer. But then when I turn into a gotcha man, it becomes like a big ass like. Basically, basically, I want the space harrier thing. I want the sure. big ass space harrier gun and just run around with that shit. Oh man, I just. Can I just be Space Harrier? I just want to be Space Who doesn't want to be Space Harrier? You can just float. Like, it's great. Yeah. I go to the fantasy zone. Do, I'm do, do. Do, do, do. 
Rose, what would your uh, item be? Um, cynical me says game fuel. Like just how would you use that? In you, you just have nozzles and you fire it and it burns things because it's acid. <laughs> uh i was i was gonna say maybe you could like drink it and you'd like get super oh all right yeah be, sure that'd be good too it'd be like it'd be like bane <laughs> yeah um optimistic is candles and then just be like fire because i love candles Ooh, okay that's that does sound pretty nice okay yeah smell all nice right. all the time yeah that would be nice all right uh horror errors actually sent in another batch damn knocking it out of the park here bud uh some some more recent opinions i guess from this this for this episode uh jojo part five has been enjoyable to watch but even animated it's definitely one of the weaker parts due to the weak cast and some of the stands not making any sense the boat stand specifically is nonsense (laughs) yeah uh new mob site goes off to a great start and i hope mob can be happy also i just started watching the slime show and it's so good and wholesome rimaru is great and his kindness is so refreshing i envy him especially after he gets a very cute human body i agree with all of that i yeah part five i (laughs) i think like the damning condemnation of part five is uh me and two of my girlfriends watch have watched jojo every part since part one together Mm -hmm. um like on a weekly thing uh and we are f- four episodes behind on part five, Ooh. which has never happened to us before. We've never been like that. We've always just been like on Friday, like we're like, oh, when can we watch JoJo? When can we watch JoJo? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm in a similar boat where I like last week I caught up on everything, and it was it was easier to catch up because this past Friday was a was a um, was a clip show episode. So I was just like, whatever, I'll catch up, and then I don't have to worry about this next week. But, yeah, it's, it's like, I watched every episode of Part 4 Day it came out, and this time I'm just like, eh, whatever, I'll catch up in, like, a week or two, whatever. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Mighty Mighty Boss asks, live-action adaptations of anime are out. Anime adaptations of live-action is in. What's a TV series, movie, or other real-life thing you want to see as an anime, and what studio would helm the project? Hmm. Hmm. I want Law and Order. Oh, hell yes. Set in the future. Uh, so, Psychopaths. But not written by Urobochi. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Damn, I want Dick Wolf to keep writing it. That's, that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> it can be animated by whoever the fuck, whoever did Psychopaths. Oh, it that. should be like torn from the anime headlines. Headlines like like <laughs> someone's like Kirito's new whatever insert on that thing, and it's like, yeah, this guy got his new thing from <laughs> whatever, and he he died in a VR game or whatever. Like just bullshit like that. Like the, the Lupin episode that week is like about like I don't know fucking like Lupin like stealing the Eiffel Tower and it's just like guy thought he could steal a miniature Tokyo Tower or something like that. Like that's that sick fuck Katsu he ran over 10 people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. All right, you know what? Yeah. Right. God, what about you? What's your what's your choice? Let me think about. I have listen. It's been hot while since I've watched anything live action. I'm gonna be real with you. I just, I just watched Law and Order. That's all. I, I that's all action. I watched too. I watch reruns of Criminal Intent. Yeah. Whips ass. Um, I think. I mean, it could be a movie. What's a movie that I liked? I would honestly like. 
I don't want to say like, oh, wow, they need to make more Marvel things, but I would legitimately like if they made like some sort of Marvel series into like a good anime. Like, yeah, because there's that like weird, really like, one. Avengers anime yeah. that, like, nobody gives a shit about. Exactly, but I'd like, like, a really good one that, like, has its own original story but uses those concepts or something. Like, I feel like... Sure. That would be interesting, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, like a Spider-Verse type thing. Exactly, like, I think Spider-Verse shows the power of what that could be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Harlequin Wheels comes to us with an opinion and a question. Cool. Uh, their opinion is, y'all already covered Zombieland and Eurocamp for favorite shows of 2018, and those are both my faves. My third place spot is a surprise even to me, as it's a Sword Art Online spinoff. I fell off the series a long while ago, but for some reason decided to give SAO alternative Gun Gale Online a shot half a year ago, and it turned out to be really entertaining, standalone, harmless story that I highly recommend. Do you, do you you watched a little Gun Gale online, right? I haven't, actually. I keep meaning to because everyone's like, hey, you should watch this because it's like the things you say you like about Sword Online and not the parts you don't like about Sword Online. Yeah, maybe maybe don't subject yourself to the bullshit. <laughs> hey, it's really funny when Kirito like, starts crying and then a bunch of flowers come back to life because, I don't know, God loves Kirito. <laughs> like, that's the funniest okay. thing in the world to me. Like, if that happens, yeah. it's just like, damn. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, and they ask, what are your most and least anticipated shows of the new season? So uh, I'm going to gotta pull up the season real quick. Um, I'll be honest. Like, I, I looked at the season list recently, and, like, the only uh-huh. thing that I care about is Mob. Like, that's the only thing that I, like, saw and was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I might check out Boogie Pop now that you've recommended it and... Um, I mean, that's really it, though. Like, there's some dumb shit that I might check out. Like, I might watch that fucking VTuber show because that sounds like a fucking <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hey, it has uh, those people that I like, the um, the school club uh, virtual YouTubers. They're on it, apparently. They're the only virtual YouTubers I know. <laughs> you would like them. You think? Yeah, because the only virtual youtubers that i like kind of kept up with was like i tried to keep up with i but that kind of got impossible because she's so prolific and she's just making shit constantly and then i kept up with luna for a while and she was really funny and then like she went on hiatus for a really long time and then she came back and she just keeps talking about like other vtubers i don't know yeah they are so I was just like, I can't keep up with you. Like you just you're talking about like seventeen other channels, and I uh-huh. can't watch all of that. So I'm just like, I I don't watch any of them I, anymore. I'll send you the problem with the 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 school club one is that they aren't most of them aren't translated. Uh, I'm going okay. to send you one that is because I think you'll really like it because the head girl of the channel it's like four friends or whatever is a competitive Pokemon player, like, all the way, to the point where she, like, <laughs> oh, thinks about it, like, a lot, and, like, delivers it in a really understandable way, and it's really good, honestly. Like... I want to watch that. I think Absolutely. you'll like it. I'll find it for you. Um, um, but the actual question... Favorite... <laughs> yeah, what? I-, I will say real quick, uh, another one of my favorite VTuber things that I saw was there's this, like, Roboton girl or some shit. Yeah. Uh, Robico. Yeah, I saw Robico. that, yeah. And there was a Pokemon... There was a Pokemon tournament for the VTubers, and she did not get a single hit in. 
I saw that. That's so sad. Oh, God. <sighs> Poor girl just completely walloped. Yeah, you know, it's just I, I don't really have anything that I'm looking forward to, or I don't even really care enough to say that do I you, don't care about anything. Do you have any uh, for, like, Rose... the year? Like, coming up? Do you know? Um, like... For the rest of the year? Yeah, um, like, just since you don't I have mean, any for the season, like, I mean. Like, d- like Detective Waver, I would think. Um, I can't think of anything. What like I don't know what else is coming out. Uh, let me, again, let me check spring 2019. Uh they haven't even updated this shit because they're fucking assholes, I guess. I don't fucking know. I, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. What about you? So I have a bunch. All right. Okay. So for this season, Kakagurui has a second season. I like Kakagurui. Uh-huh. Um, I... I'm excited to see more Boogie Pop now. When is is Dora Hedro this year? The maybe I don't know Dora if it was. I, yeah, Dora Hedoro. Sorry, yeah, I always mix up the names. Uh, that that I was looking forward to that once they announced an anime of that. Um, um. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I I got on the fucking website and I can actually look at it. Um. Let's see here. For summer, uh, actually, yeah, there is another thing that I'm looking forward to. A uh, Doctor Stone. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Stone. I have, yeah. Um, I read the first volume of the manga, and I really liked it. So I'm I'm interested to see what that could be as an anime. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, uh, but uh, is there anything else for you? Yeah, um, I'm not looking forward to Shield Hero being in discussions because it's like we just got through goblin slayer it was finally over i was like we're finally free and now this God. is like the big thing crunchyroll's pushing goblin slayer is a fucking fresh breeze compared to <laughs> compared this to this i know I, yeah like that first episode for everything i heard about it is like great and then the rest of the show's about that too apparently like mm-hmm. that's just that's just epic, honestly. That's just... <sighs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough, but care, what else? Good, good anime. Uh, good anime. I'm excited for... Um, I don't know if the Zoku Owari Monogatari has come out yet, but I'm excited for that because I love it. Uh, they just announced... I don't know if it's this year or not, but I love Made in Abyss. Um, they're, they're doing the next arc of Maiden Abyss as a movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm excited for that. And then I think the only other thing I can think about is uh, about not looking forward to is that Attack on Titan is still fucking going. Yeah. Other than that, like, hey, you know, I'm just going to watch a bunch of bullshit. I think there's like a couple like... I think there's, like, a crossover isekai horrible anime that has, like, all the Konosuba people and the ReZero people or something. I don't fucking know. I'm just going to watch that and be like, yeah, I love garbage. This is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. We got one last question. Again, uh, feel free to send in questions. This is videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. They say it's anonymous. Dear Anime Podcast, please keep us updated on your watch of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. It would make a great recurring feature, and the show itself becomes emotionally and thematically profound in the third and fourth season. 
I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you either. I'm so sorry. I don't know why we're still watching Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Is... This is not the anime podcast doing this. This is me and a bunch of dipshits in the truth chat watching it, okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't... I'm not getting in on this. Sorry. I'm not. And and, and before anyone says anything, I am absolutely including myself in the dipshits category, okay? Because... <laughs> it's... Uh, I got really into Yu-Gi-Oh again, though. <laughs> I started playing Duel Links. I bought cards. I saw you saying, my goodness gracious. I bought sleeves for the cards. <laughs> uh. I'm probably going to end up buying a deck box because I don't want the cards to get bent in my bag. I don't even know where I'm going to take them. I don't know. Hey, you know what? Like... I don't have it an answer for you. To, it makes me happy to look at them. <laughs> All right. That, wait, what enough. more do you need? Yeah. That's me and Fake Go. I look at my Fake Go friends and I go, oh, yeah, I look their Saber. I love Saber. Yeah, I, I'm i upset because there's a there's a, uh, an archetype now called Danger with an exclamation point, And they're all cryptids. Oh, yeah. Mothman. But they're really good cards, so they're worth, like, $40 a pop. No. Like, Danger's Suchinoko, which is a really good card in that it's a Suchinoko card. But it's, like, $40 right now, and I want it so bad, but I don't want to spend $40 on a Yu-Gi-Oh card. It's very upsetting. My favorite part about it is that for most of the cryptids, it's just danger exclamation point. But the one for the jackalope and the Tsushinoko, it's danger with a question mark and an exclamation point because they're not actually dangerous because they're just little creatures. They're just little creatures. I like it a lot. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX is stupid. Uh, there was an episode where um, Bastion, who is in the uh, the yellow dorm, uh, he th- there's there was this arc where they had to protect the three sacred beast cards, which are basically the god cards for this season, um, and they suck. But uh, Bastion got got uh, challenged by this Amazon lady, this literal Amazon lady, and she was like hitting on him the whole match, and as it kept going, he kind of got more and more horny. And he lost, and she was like, oh, I'm going to marry you now. And there was a scene where, like, he was in the Coliseum with her, and everyone else was outside the Coliseum, and they were just like, I wonder if Bastion's okay. And then you just hear him go, and it it sounds like he's getting the nut wrung out of him. And it's it's supposed to be him losing a duel, but it's it sounds like he's like John, his balls are coming out of the tip of his dick. The it's hell fucked up. Is this? It's fucked up. Uh, there's another episode where Chaz, who is the main rival character, uh-huh. who had had never expressed interest in the main girl ever. All of a sudden, like, he, he gets trapped in, like, an orb with her, and then when he wakes up, he's basically just like, oh, shit, I'm in love with her. So he steals all the keys that are protecting the sacred beasts, and he challenges her to a duel, and if he wins, she has to date him. So she beats him, and because he was holding all the keys, all of the keys tele like once you lose while you're holding one of the keys, 
they teleport over and unlock one of the gates to the sacred beasts. So because he was holding all of them, for no reason, uh, they opened the lock, and then that's when the final boss showed up, because he got really horny. I'm like... It's it's really fucking stupid. It sounds like it. I hope you're at least having fun with it. It's okay. I was I expecting guess. you to go, yeah, no, we were having fun with it or whatever. Or like, it's funny to think of it. And you're just like, immediately, you're like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Look, we were watching Duel Masters for a while there. I'm glad we're not watching Duel Masters anymore. <laughs> At least there's that. You animals! Just watch something good! No. Because... <laughs> The, the problem is, is that if we did watch something good, we would, like, we kind of watch it in the background. We have our banter over it. So we don't want to oh, have yes, something okay. that we have to put that much attention into, you know? Yeah, okay. It's that kind of shit. Anyway, I guess I'll tell you more about Duel Masters. I'll tell you if any of the other characters get really horny and in the process of <laughs> Thank threaten, you. The exist- threaten the world's existence. Because that literally happened. Like, him, I... I there was an episode where they talked about their card crushes. And by that, I mean, like, they talked about which cards they thought were hot. Could you imagine if Pokemon was just like, hey, what Pokemon? <laughs> uh... I mean, at the, ver- at the very least with Yu-Gi-Oh, there's like, all right. Humans? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's another really fucked up episode, and it comes out of nowhere, where they're having this, like, dual monster festival, where it's supposed to be like, oh, we have, we're just celebrating dual monsters, and people are cosplaying as the different monsters and stuff, and it's kind of cute. But Cyrus, who's uh, Jaden, Jaden's the main character, Cyrus is Jaden's, like, sidekick. Cyrus is just horny as shit, and all of a sudden dark magician girl just shows up like the actual dark magician girl shows up and challenges Jaden to a duel and then Jaden wins but Cyrus is just like freaking horny the whole time and then he's like sitting there on a on a log after the events of the episode and he's just like I miss dark magician girl and then she like shows up and kisses him on the cheek uh. and it's just like he's like dating dark like real dark magician girl or some shit I don't it's fucking stupid what the hell why is so like and then I realize like Yukio gets weirder, like it's just it's baffling how fucking horny it is. Yeah, like think how horny it's gonna get when one of the dudes is an alien. Look, all I'm gonna say is that I'm really glad that I was able to introduce the phrase "got the nut wrung out" of him <laughs> to a bunch of people. So. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. He sounds like yeah, he's great. <laughs> Oh boy! All right. Well, thank you. So <laughs> well, much that's everybody. the podcast. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> Trixie got to miss that one. She escaped. Maybe she had like oh, a premonition man. and like saw this premonition <laughs> happening. Get the fuck out yeah. Of here. Like. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, look, we'll be back in two weeks to keep talking about more anime. But in the meantime, we're gonna give you your assignment for this month. Yeah. This month. I want you. I I chose this month, so I want everyone to watch Serial Experiments Lane. Now, Woo. I've never seen this. I know you've seen it. I know yep. Trixie has seen it. 
Um, but this will be my first time. Uh, and just to let you all know, it is all on YouTube for free on Funimation's YouTube channel. So it's up there legally. I don't have to feel bad about telling you about it. So go watch it. It's all up there for free in HD. So there's no excuse. You don't even need a Crunchyroll account to watch it. But yeah, you have until next month to watch that, and we'll we'll come back in two weeks with another episode of Chujigatri and Limited Train Works. And if you're listening to this on the free channel, just a dollar will get this to you a week early, a whole week early. A whole week. So you can get on that for a buck a month. A buck a month for two episodes early. That's such a deal. Like, we should be charging you more. We should be. I'm dumb as shit for not charging you more, but you know what? That's how it goes. We love the common man. Yes, thank you, though. Yes, thank you. That's that's the lowest amount of money I could do it, all right? So there you go. Thank you, though. I sincerely thank you. And we will see you in two weeks with another episode of Chuchagotri Unlimited Train Wars. Yeah. (laughs)